Hey, everybody. Richard Harris here. Uh, this is a weird special edition of the Surf and Sales podcast because Scott had to bail. Uh, we hope you're feeling better, buddy. We love you. We miss you. Uh, we know you'll be better. But um, here with a, here with a uh, new friend of mine, Tyler Bennett. And so Tyler and I just decided that we'll reschedule the podcast. Uh, however, um, I said, Tyler, we're here. Why don't you ask me some questions if you want? So Tyler's got some questions, and so we're going to record it. Uh, quick shout out to his sponsors of Scratchpad, Sendoso, um, Outreach.io, and Vidyard. We appreciate all their support. Anyway, so Tyler, what do you want to ask? Go for it. Yeah, I just wanted to talk a little bit about uh, how you think about your email newsletter mm-hmm. and, and what, uh, you know, what are you trying to achieve with it, you know, separate from what you're trying to achieve from other uh, outreach channels and then yeah uh, is it still in the infancy so, stages or are you getting what you're looking for so it's a great question i started the newsletter way too late i should have started it when i started my business so for all those people who are thinking of doing side hustles or doing side hustles collect every email address now and start a newsletter even if you have 25 people it doesn't matter just start it to get your muscle exercise that's my first piece of advice um I started because I had a lot of email addresses and I'm like, well, what do I do with all this shit? Like, you know, it's an opportunity to stay in front of people. Yeah. Maybe I'll get some business out of it. Um, it reinforces stuff if they see me on other social channels like LinkedIn or Instagram. Um, so it just sort of keeps my name out there. Like that was the whole point. Um, and so I started and, and just started putting it out there. Interestingly enough, I, about a year or so ago, this is uh, 2022 right now. So last year, uh, well, actually, through the Surf and Sales podcast, we started selling sponsorships, uh, Scott and I did. And part of the things we would include are like my newsletter, like, hey, if you do this, you get to you know, put a blurb in Richard's newsletter. And, uh, and then we've evolved that and that the Surf and Sales needed to be its own business separate of Richard Harris and Scott and all this stuff. Um, and we threw a bunch of shit. So it used to be that for Surf and Sales sponsorships, you'd get sponsorships and mentions and we throw in some master classes with your teams and we'd write some blog posts and you could write blog posts on our like we just gave away you know everything which is cool because we wanted to see what it was and we included my newsletter sponsorship once we decided to sort of separate the two i went ahead and st- kept going with the newsletter sponsorship and um and i've had several people stick with it they like it like they like the idea that hey they can get in front of my people the people i know uh, they can write a, a, you know, it has to be thought leader. They can have a link that goes to their website so they can track it. And it's a way for them to stay in front of other people. And it's a way for me to add value to people that um, I don't have to think quite so hard, like be honest with you, right? I don't, you know, there's always a Richard's thoughts in my newsletter, which is cool, but I want to give several pieces of advice, not just one. Uh, you know, I'm sort of the Amazon style of newsletters as opposed to just one diatribe. So, that's what's happened. So has it, it's certainly performed better than I ever thought it was because of the sponsor. I'm like, oh, all right. So I want to pay me a little bit. Sure. Why wouldn't I take that? I'm going to write a newsletter anyway. Um, has it generated a ton of business? I don't know that I've had somebody say, hey, because of your newsletter, I'm coming to, to ask you for help. That being said, I can't say that that hasn't happened. Right. I can try, I track stuff to LinkedIn and to sales hacker where I get leads or the Google, but I, I've never really gone back to do that deep of analysis. And whenever I ask someone, cause I'll ask everybody, like, how'd you find me? What made you want to choose us? Nobody has said, Oh, it's because I get your newsletter yet. You know, 
some people will say, oh, I've seen you on Modern Sales Pros or I've seen you on LinkedIn. So there's, in my mind, there's the possibility that we've gotten the newsletter. So, so for me, it's, it's more about just awareness, letting people know they have access to me if they want it. Um, that's, that's the genesis of the newsletter piece. Well, I'll give you a piece of attribution. Uh, I follow the newsletter and that's where the, the vast majority uh, of my connection to you comes from. So there's how, did a, you, how did you even hear about the newsletter? Though? Like that's always an interesting piece. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm not sure. Remember. Yeah. I'm not even sure. It was probably on uh, somebody's LinkedIn post or you commented on a LinkedIn post or somebody commented on uh, a, a promotive piece that you put perhaps because uh, I, I do spend some energy uh, on LinkedIn, so that's cool. probably where it came from. But yeah. when I when I think of uh, when I think of you, I definitely think of the newsletter more than any other channel. Um, well, that's interesting. It, okay, yeah. cool. Thank you. So it's out there, uh, whether whether it's being measured or, or uh, tracked or not. Uh, yeah. I, I can't be the only one. Yeah, no, I totally get it. What else can I share with you? Um, when when you think about uh, you know getting getting out there to that exact uh, sort of that point, uh, I mean obviously there's value in uh, you know controlling your ecosystem at some level, right? Capturing uh, capturing those conversations, um, but from a uh, when you think about establishing success metrics for yourself, uh, how do you walk the line of hey I work for myself, I'm not accountable to somebody else's number, somebody else's this? Uh, how how do you what are you chasing? Uh, I guess is what I'm asking when, when you're looking at, when you send, spend your career in, uh, you know, in revenue leadership, obviously uh, we're all, we're also number focused or metric or KPI. Yeah. How do so, you give it to yourself? Yeah. So I'm, I, I think I'm wired differently. I don't know. People would have to tell me like there'd have to be some survey. Um, well, first of all, I do report to somebody. I report to my family and my expenses. Um. And I had to figure out what I was worth in the marketplace so I know what my value is. I'm not driven like some people to, oh, let me go hire someone else to do what I do, right? And have a rep. Now, that being said, Tyler, if you said, hey, Richard, I want to go be a trainer for you and I want to go, you know, use your content and incorporate mine and, you know, dude, I'm down. We can have that conversation. Um, but I've never wanted to grow it you know, at that, at a level of having employees and all that stuff, because I just got tired of, I don't want to go look at fucking insurance and paying, doing payroll and just like all that sh minutia shit. Um, so, so that's a piece of it for me. So it's a little bit more of a lifestyle as opposed to my buddy, John Barrows, which I think he started as a lifestyle and how I got started. You know, he's the one who told me I could do this. And then he's decided to grow it and he's become a media company, which I totally love and respect. I just don't know if I want that much pressure. So what am I chasing? Um, I'm chasing happiness. And for me, that is the happiness of having my own business. Um, the happiness of being able to live a lifestyle I want. I don't have to worry about when and how I take vacations. I can do surf and sales three times a year with Scott. Nobody's going to tell me I can't take three weeks off plus my regular vacations. Like, so I'm chasing happiness. Um, and so for me, that's really, really important. That being said, I'm also chasing some revenue levels. Like, how do I grow? And this is this is the part where, you know, I compete with Scott and I get jealous of Scott. And he knows this. Like, I would say this if he were here. If he listens to it, it would be interesting to see what his thing is. You know, I will often, I said, you know, in another conversation that 
you know, oftentimes I give Scott ideas and then he knows how to 10 exit. Scott is very good at, you know, success can be determined by the distance between idea and execution. I have ideas. I'm terrible at execution. I don't want to do one more thing. Right. So here's an example. Um, a couple of years ago when COVID started, I decided to go out and do some free training. I just posted, I'm going to do free training, everybody. I know it's a tough time. You know, I'm hoping this will help you. I had about 1500 people register, right? Which is great. Like it's amazing. Like it blew my mind. Yeah. Blew Scott's mind. I had to call Scott. Scott, I need your help. I'm going to have 500 people on a webinar. I need you to like navigate the chat and questions and stuff. And uh, if I'd have been smarter, I'd have turned that 1500 into a Patreon group for 10 bucks a month. If I'd have been smarter, I'd have created my version of a Thursday night sales, but I didn't want to do one more thing. Uh, you know, I, and this is, this has probably been the challenge of Richard for a very long time. Um, so that's, this is a long answer to your question. So I apologize, but, but, you know, that's, that's sort of how things are at the moment. Yeah, no, it's interesting because when, when I hear uh, chasing happiness, right, it's a, it's a perpetual run and sometimes a direction of where happiness is changes, right? Happiness tomorrow might be different, might look yeah, different than totally, happiness today, totally. right? And then, you know, the other, the other part of it is, well, when am I allowed to be happy? Can, do I catch it? Do I get it? And I think, you know, for me, I mean, I think, you know, me, Tyler, that I, you know, I talk about mental health a lot and, you know, my sure. own challenges with depression for someone like me, I think like that's what chasing happiness is. It's, it's a way to um, navigate my own inner demons and thoughts. Um, and by the way, I say that uh, I don't want to hurt myself or hurt anybody else for those listening, for people who think, oh my God, what are his demons? No, my demons are sadness. Like I'm not happy. Um, and anyways, we, we could go into a different area, but I, you know, the chasing happiness, which is actually a, a, a friend of mine wrote a song about it. Um, and I really liked it. So that's, that's my definition. Yeah. And then, and then how do you keep yourself accountable to, you know, you talk about taking vacations and then surf and sales in the same sentence where, you know, uh, from my standpoint, surf and sales is a really luxurious work week, right? That, uh, you know, there, if it's being, uh, you know, it's, I'm, I know what it takes to put on events, no matter how, how wonderful the environment is and, and how fun it is when you get there to, to make it fun for everybody else. It's a lot of work uh, that goes in. It is, you know, and again, this is a huge piece of Jeff. Like Jeff is our logistics guy. If people, if you don't know Jeff Coleman, please look him up on LinkedIn, follow him. Um, smart, smart guy. But he's the guy who's like renting the houses and coordinating, um, you know, everybody's flight schedules to organize the vans from the airport to who's staying in which house to running the budgets to the P&L. Like Jeff is that guy. Mm -hmm. um and so if people you know everybody eventually somebody forgets something i forgot toothpaste or i forgot that you know jeff's the one running to the store he is there for content he's not like he's not totally behind the scenes you know he is doing content and he's participating with the group and bonding and, and sharing all kinds of great perspectives so that makes it easier to some extent sure um when we built surf and sales as the event i think it I don't think it was intentional. Maybe it was, maybe Jeff said, I don't need to be the face guy of it. You guys should go do it. Cause you guys have the community and Scott and I certainly post and share more on LinkedIn than Jeff does. But um, the fact that Jeff can handle all that, let Scott and I 
do that other piece. Um, and, you know, so, because so, you're right, it, it takes a lot of work. Uh, we also don't make it an all day thing, right? There's only four hours of content each day. If there were eight hours of content, it would suck. That's a different world. Yeah. This is the whole, you know what the other four hours of content is? Hanging out, having a conversation like you and I are having, Tyler. Like, oh, you know what? We're sitting, we're taking a break. You know, we're sitting on surfboards waiting for a wave. Great. Let's have this kind of conversation. Or we're sitting on the beach or it's after dinner or during dinner. Like that. And that to me doesn't feel like work. That feels giving and learning from each other. Not in the sense of, hey, every, Tyler should be so happy to talk to Richard, but more like, I'm just as equally happy to talk to Tyler because I don't know Tyler. I've never met Tyler. I don't know someone like Tyler. Tyler is who Tyler is. And I want to learn from him um, or any woman who shows up. So, or any gender that shows up, we, we don't care. Um, so anyway, so that's, you know, it is a little bit, it's, it's work, trust me, you know. Oh yeah. I think, I think the hardest part that's, that I have, and I, I know Scott does, is that we feel like we're constantly on right? And which is okay. Um, like we don't mind it. We've also built into the schedule, you know, nap time after lunch and see us. So we do have moments to like go debrief. Compress for you know, a minute. Right. Not, not to mention that's part of what the surfing is, right? Like, you know, you're not out there, you know, you and I might be sitting there for five, five minutes having a conversation, but we're not sitting there for 20. Right. right. And we're catching, and even if we were, we're still catching waves and we're sitting on surfboards in Costa Rica at sunset. Is that really hard work? No. <laughs> is that even work? No. So, anyway. yeah. yeah. I mean, it is, it is a, it's, but being on is a, is a thing to manage, right? I mean, I, yeah. You know, being in a president's club when you, when you're the host or, you know, I think of it as, yeah, that, I mean, that's a very different thing, right? Like that's, and, we, and, you know, I think Scott was the instigator of this too, is that, he wanted it to be smaller by design. He wanted sure. it to be intimate. He wanted it to be about bonding and community. And, you know, we've talked about, we could go to Cabo and bring 30 or 40 people. Um, but then is it the same experience? Do I get to sit down and talk to all 15 people for an hour or more? Yeah. No. And so we've really been conscious of like, it's an experience and that's the way it should be. Yeah, that's interesting. Cause that is definitely a difference when you have 30 or 40 people, even, mm -hmm. even though the, the pictures may look the same with the background. There'd be, there'd be a ton more logistics behind it too. Like, no question. We, yeah. Jeff, we would need to get Jeff some help. Yeah. 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 As soon as you start putting, uh, you know, 20 or 30 people in a place, yeah. everything gets harder. Vans are harder. The boats are hard. Everything is harder. Yep. Yep. So, Cool, man. Anything else I can share? Sort of a fun, interesting way to do a podcast. So we'll still do a formal one with Scott, but you know. All good. No, I, I appreciate, uh, you know, I, I expected nothing less than uh, an open book and a, a healthy conversation, but I, I appreciate uh, uh, the insights and your willingness to, to answer whatever, uh, whatever my curiosity peaked. Yeah, man. That's cool, man. It's nice to meet you. And um, thanks for your flexibility to reschedule and I'm glad we were able to, you know, give you a little something on a Friday and uh, nice to meet you. Right on. You as well, Richard. Thanks, man. And, and quick shout out also to our sponsors of Vidyard, Outreach, Sendoso and Scratchpad. We appreciate all their support. Uh, folks, please go check them out as you are looking for your next round of efficiency and effectiveness tools in the sales arena. Boy, that sounded just like a pitch and a commercial. So 
<laughs> All right, Tyler. Thanks, right man. All right. Have a good Friday. You too, Cheers. bud. Bye.